I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, you know, uh, this year has given us a mixed bag, right? As years do. Um, There is never a year, I think, that any of us can experience that we say every single month was great, right? But I think that our fears as this year comes to a close are starting to get the best of us. And I say this to myself out loud as well as saying it to you, which is, We can only control what we can control, right? The rest is going to be up to, you know, God and the universe about how things pan out in America in the upcoming year. What each of us can do, right, if you have the ability, donate money, right, to down-ballot candidates, Democrats, school board, city council, state legislatures, like what we can do, each of us, get involved, right? If that means signing up people to register to vote, checking on at least 10 people in your network to make sure that they are registered to vote and plan on voting, talk to them about their voting plan. And if they're like, I'm not voting for a Biden, be like, so are you not going to vote for your state legislature, your school board? Are you just going to sit this one out completely? Because remind them, right? You don't need to lecture, but you can say, you know, Virginia wanted to institute a 15-week abortion ban at the hands of Governor Youngkin. And you know who blocked that? Democrats, because they were able to turn the state legislature blue. Ohio, they tried to institute a constitutional ban on abortion in that state. They didn't get it done. Why? Because they turned the legislature blue and the people came out 
and voted to knock down the Republicans' draconian measures. What we do still matters. Still matters. And so having conversations with your friends, with your families, with your colleagues, donating money, volunteering, phone banking, going door to door, doing anything and everything that is within your power to do is what we can do and the rest we got to let go. I don't want us to overwork ourselves. I don't want us to exhaust ourselves, but I want us to think strategically about how we are using our network, our skills, our talents in order to fight for our democracy. That is what I'm asking of all of you. That is the gift that we need to give ourselves this season is the ability, strength, and clarity to continue fighting. As my friend Rashad Robinson said, every election isn't just about trying to make progress and voting for somebody that you want to have a damn beer with. Sometimes it is about just holding on. Coming up, my conversation with my friend Jared Yates Sexton about what he is feeling as we close out this year and we go into a new one and why he plans to spend some time in the woods just getting grounded and preparing. And that's what I think all of us need to be doing is figuring out the best ways that we are going to prepare ourselves, right? Prepare ourselves to deal with the onslaught that is going to be coming our way. You know, we weren't prepared in 2016. We got better prepared in 2020, but we were also dealing with the pandemic. So here we go again. You know, the battle rages on. And I think that, frankly, it always will. Because we open the door to somebody like Donald Trump, to Trumpism, to Magadam. Right? Had we not, we wouldn't be here. But we did. So... This conversation, Jared and I really go through what is needed, what we are doing, what our hopes are, and, you know, frankly, understanding that we got to leave everything on the field in 2024 if we are to survive. That conversation is coming up next. Folks, um, you know that whenever I have the opportunity to bring on this next guest, Jared Yates Sexton, to Woke AF Daily, I'm always thrilled. Um, author, political analyst, if you have not read his book, The Midnight Kingdom, The History of Power, Paranoia, and the Coming Crisis, um, it basically lays out, you know, <laughs> where we are, where we're going um, right now as a country, um, you are missing out. Jared. Um, it's been a hell of a year in politics. It's been it's been like a, a broken mirror. It's been a seven year situation shoved into one year is what's happened. It feels, you know, I I I I don't I I hate the idea of the the new year beginning with a you know the flip of the calendar and all of a sudden clean slate and everything is supposed to be right because I said that if we actually followed uh nature the new year wouldn't be until the spring nonetheless 
Um, as we are looking back, though, because that is what I like to do in December is kind of take stock of what has happened, what has transpired <clears throat> in my own life, um, but also politically. You're right. It is like we have lived seven to 18 years in one year. Um, the beginning of this administration is an absolute and total blur. And I think that if it's, a, if it's a blur for us, whose job it is to pay attention, then for the average American, they're lucky if they remember last week, let alone 2020. And so as you are looking back on 2023, what are some of the things that have transpired that stick out to you that like either we didn't cover enough or we covered ad nauseum? Well, I'll go ahead and start off. In, in, time, in terms of time, it feels like we're living president years, each of us. Mm. You know, it's like Barack Obama gets into office and, you know, he's a, he's a spry young man and he comes out and he's like a, a, a yes. seasoned, you know, uh, uh, older man, you know. Um, I feel like we're all dealing with that. But I also, I, I say that jokingly, but I, I don't mean that jokingly. I mean that for real. Because what has happened, you know, I was sitting there. I was putting together this new book proposal and really looking at the last seven years. And I realized, you know, 2016 was a hell of a year for a lot of different reasons. Yep. The Trump years were hellacious years for a lot of different reasons. But if you actually start thinking about how those years started a downward slope and you started picking up momentum, it makes sense that these years feel longer. These years feel mm. wilder because things are picking up momentum. And one of the things I think you and I and a lot of other people have warned people about is that things are changing and they're changing in a hurry. Like the idea that there's I, I, I just it boggles my mind that there are still people who believe that we are sedentary and something isn't changing and that right. culture isn't moving and things aren't happening and, and that we're not watching a major transformation. Because if you look at it, we are in a weaponized society at this point. Mm. Our senses are constantly being overwhelmed with violence, but also with weaponized abuse. We are being told consistently. And if anyone listening to this has ever been in an abusive situation, I think they're going to recognize what I'm about to say. Because abusers don't just abuse you. They abuse your idea of reality. They tell you that you are silly. They tell you that you are overly sensitive. They tell you that what your perception of what is going on isn't real. What is actually occurring right now is an escalation of what we've been dealing with over the past few years. And it starts with everything from, you know, I, I actually think, weirdly enough, I think Elon Musk was undercovered this year. I actually think one of the richest men in the world overtaking one of the major communication devices and turning it into not just a white nationalist playland, but also like one of the main ways to uh, promote propaganda and to basically, I, I we don't talk about it enough. Danielle, he has he has access at Twitter to everybody's DMs. On yep. top of that, he has access to people's internet histories because of cookies and algorithms and all of that. Like we have actually watched him turn himself into not just a person who is interlocked with US defense, but mm. also in every other sphere in the world. The robber barons couldn't even have dreamed of having this type of power. Meanwhile, look around at, at what has happened politically. 
we have a president at this point that no one expects to really do anything that's really going to push back on any of this. Like when it came out the other day that he was telling, you know, Republicans that he was going to flirt around with like even harsher deportation immigration policies. What we actually realized was everybody looked around at each other and they're like, are you surprised? Like, right. is there really anything happening right now? Like, we've been told, you know, oh, they're going to help us after Roe v. Wade. Oh, they're going to help us with uh, voting in the South. Ask women who are dying because they can't get reproductive care how they feel about it. Ask black people in the South how they feel about their voting rights right now. It has moved into territory where it is accelerating to the point where you're either exhausted mm-hmm. or you're completely demoralized and you're giving up. And those are really the only two ways to be. You are only like, oh, my God, I feel like giving up or I have given up. And you go back to the regular Americans. They are so exhausted. They are so overworked that many of them weren't even in the fight to begin with. And they have no ability whatsoever to understand what the fight is. It is these are these are trying days is what it is. And I think that is what I think that's what the story of 2023 is, that this is like, you know, the best of days, the worst of days. These are some of the worst of days. And unless we do something about it, it's going to get even worse. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, 
and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. You know, when you give the analogy of the of the downward slope, right, and, and you think about it, we're in winter, you think about skiing or snowboarding and the acceleration that picks up, like that image is is really sticking with me because you're right, right? It was like, you know, 2016, we were going up the mountain, right? In a lot of ways, we thought that we were going to continue on with the extension and the expansion of progress with a Clinton administration, regardless of what you think about her, it sure as hell was not going to be what we experienced under the Trump administration. And so we thought that we were, you know, headed up to, you know, to the precipice so that we could look out, look at look at how far we've come. And instead, we've been kicked down. And as we uh, in this descent, you know, not only do we want to keep our eyes closed, but we can't, right? Because everything is speeding by us. Our rights are just going every which way that we look. Um, and and we don't know how to slow ourselves down. Yeah. And I think that the the rate of exhaustion that we have um doesn't seem to be slowing. You know, I could remember going on vacation, you know, and and traveling around and and into other countries that had relatively unstable governments. And you would look at the people and while they seem, you know, to 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 be happy, right? Because that was their part of tourism, you could sense this this level of of grief, right? If you were if you stayed around long enough, you saw it in their eyes. Didn't matter if you were in a Caribbean island, if you were in South America, you know, wherever you were, you get this sense. That's how I feel about America right now. That if you look through the eyes of people, either you are a worker that is just you're exhausted because you're working so hard. Your grocery cart is filling up with less, but the bill is this long. And when we're trying, as you and I do, through our shows, through your writing, through our speaking, to try and engage people in the political process to say, like, this is the fight of our lives. And they're like, I've been fighting all my life just to keep my head above water. I find right now, Jared, that it is incredibly hard to not it's not even about exciting people. It's just about engaging them. Right. Because they feel they're already stretched so far and we're already stretched so far because our job is to keep tabs on everything that is bad and everything that's going wrong and looking at all of the potential, you know, in in the problem. I just how are we supposed to figure out how to engage people in what we continue to say is the most, quote, consequential election of our times when we're looking at 2023 and going, oh, God damn. Yeah, and 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 I think I think you and I and a lot of other people who are sort of cut from the same cloth as us and who have been this is a lonely lane that we're in. I, I want to go ahead and say that because the past few years have been absolutely um, filthy with people who were who 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 realized there was a ton of money and power to gain in saying to people, "Hey, I know things are tough. I promise you, there's a plan," and you literally you just have to believe it. And you have to have faith in it, you know, whether you call it blue and on or whatever you want to call it. Right. There was a lot of that. 
And so a lot of people, I think, were sold on this idea that, yeah, this is hard. But guess what? It's easier than other people are telling you it, it is. You know, it's it's almost like I, I think a lot about this time that I was out in the woods and I was hiking. And, you know, it was like this ridiculous thing. I looked on paper and it was like, oh, a four mile hike. That's that's fine. I'll do a four mile hike. I got out four miles and then you forget you got to come back four <laughs> more miles. But also the four more miles are uphill. You know what I mean? And like you, you start to do it and all of a sudden something comes over uh, into your mind and it's like, I might not be able to do this. You know, I might, and like, this is literally like people die in the woods. Mm-hmm. People get lost and, and, and never get found again in the woods. And all of a sudden, like the, the magnitude of that starts to come over you. We're deep in the woods right now. Mm. We have not even actually turned around in order to walk back out. And there's a problem in this because so many voices are telling people, don't listen to them. They're, they're fear mongers. Everything's fine. Nancy Pelosi's on it. You know, uh, like whoever it is. Uh, now it's Jack Smith, right? Jack Smith is the new character. He's going to take care of it. Everything's fine. D- Donald Trump isn't actually that bad. The Republicans aren't actually that bad. Meanwhile, what is happening with our politics and culture and our, and our economics is that it's like we're out having these walls come in and as the walls mm. come in and as things get worse, like it breaks your spirit. And eventually yes. what happens in authoritarian societies, such as what you were talking about, I used to think that in Nazi Germany or fascist Italy, a gun was trained on everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like at any given mm-hmm. moment they said or did the wrong thing, they were done. It was, it was at the threat of death, but that's not true. All Mm. that authoritarian societies need to do is kill some people, lock others up, and then hope that everybody else is so exhausted that they will not answer the call. It is so much easier to just shut your door and say, listen, I don't care what you do outside this door. That's fine. I'll, I'll watch TV. I'll listen to my music. I'll have culture. I'll go to restaurants. It's totally fine. You know, I don't need to even put on an armband. I don't even need to march up and down the square. I don't need to join mm. the party. I'll just let what happens, happens. We are now in a space where as those walls are coming in, it's understandable that some people are like, I can't do this. I, I'm done. I, I And I, I get that. But also that comes from a place of privilege. The people who are saying that are not people of color. They're not gay. They're not trans. They're not women. These are people who can, uh, quite frankly, uh, are are either white or privileged and probably live in cities where this isn't touching them yet. And it is a big, it's it's a clusterfuck is what it is. There's no Mm -hmm. other way to put it. But at the meantime, you you either kind of have a choice. You either lay down in the forest and you say, "Uh, okay, I can't, I can't make it. Or you keep trudging forward. And you hope that eventually you reach the point where you can find safety. And that's that. I mean, that that right now, that that that's the story of the time, unfortunately. You know, when I when I think about the privileged person that you that you characterized. Right. It's not touching me yet. You know, like I, I can I can shut my door. I can change my algorithm. I can quiet myself and distance myself from what is happening. I want to take, for instance, what has happened recently with the Supreme Court deciding to hear the Mifepristone case, the abortion pill that is used in, I think it's like 80% of abortions in this country, that them deciding to take up this case um, to say that to basically hear one or two things are going to happen. 
They are going to disallow mifepristone, which is to undermine the FDA, which doesn't just hurt the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration in this country, but it's a system that is heavily used globally, right? Um, Which will continue to chip away at faith in agencies, right? So they either do this with a medication that has been on the market for roughly 25 years, um, which means that nothing is safe. Or, and, and, and by doing so, this doesn't just hurt the people that live in Southern states or the Midwest and areas where trigger laws were already in place in the event that Roe v. Wade was overturned. This is going to affect everyone. So that blue bubble, that cocoon, that it hasn't touched me yet, will touch you yes. this year, or I'm, excuse me, in 2024, when the case is heard, and we learn the fate of this medication and basically the fate of the Food and Drug Administration. And I wonder if you think that it is literally going to take the erosion of the illusion that we can remain comfortable in certain pockets and that's going to be enough. Yeah, and there's a lot to unpack with that because I think what you just touched on is something uh, that unfortunately is not discussed and 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 doesn't actually get into discourse in our country. I want to I want to start with a couple of things here. First things first is historically, you'll always notice that a woman's right to reproductive rights like always comes under fire, not just as authoritarian societies are taking off, but also, and this is this is strange, and it's probably something that needs to be highlighted here. Um, there are a lot of problems in our system because of inequality that need to be addressed. One of them is demographic collapse, which is the idea that people just aren't having that many kids anymore because it's so expensive to have kids now. Most of the major Western countries, as neoliberalism has rolled in and made everything prohibitively expensive, suddenly you look up and the boomers are either retiring or dying. Nobody's behind them. Because nobody can afford to buy houses or have families. You could address this by, I don't know, making healthcare more like readily available. You yep. could go ahead and take care of the fact that corporations have a stranglehold over all prices. Or you could just go ahead and take away a woman's right to choose, which yeah. is what is happening right now. And by the way, is going to continue to happen. And as that's also happening... The entire progress of the 20th century is being done away by the exact same people that that progress had to be wrenched out of their hands. We have another generation of robber barons. Guess who funded the fascists who tried to oppose the New Deal and all of uh, civil rights, the feminist movement, gay rights? The same people who oppose that are now the ones who are wiping the slate clean. What you just said is exactly right. We need to tell people, first of all, I, I and I want to go ahead and put a little asterisk by this. People should care about it because other people are being affected. Right. That, 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 that straight up, like people should have empathy and solidarity. They should care that people in red states and elsewhere are being treated like this. But meanwhile, if people need self-interest, here's what's happening. Eventually, they're going to get rid of this stuff. They're going to get rid of any uh, medications or any devices that a woman could possibly use. Yep. There are still going to be those medications and devices for people who can afford them. And guess what happens whenever they get wiped out and they get made, quote unquote, illegal? The price goes up and up and up and up. And if you are a middle class person who is barely making it in Brooklyn or barely making it in Los Angeles, you might not be able to afford that in the future on the black market. When you look at how all of this is happening, 
All I can tell you is this. Eventually, the knock comes on your door. Mm. You are not in. I, and, and listen, the people who listen to my podcast, the people who listen to your podcast, no knock against them. But you are not part of the 1% of the people who are safe from this and who are pulling the strings on this thing. You are part of the 99% and eventually someone is going to knock on your door. And you need to understand that like giving into these people is only going to make it worse and it's only going to accelerate it. You know, and I and I love this because everything that you're saying, because the fact is that what is happening in the comment section of this show on my social media is a whole lot of people, Jared, telling me I'm not voting for Biden. Yep. I'm going to sit this one out. He's not going to get my vote. I'm going to vote with my values. I can't support what he is doing uh, in Gaza and in Israel, so I'm out. And I, first of all, try my best not to fight back and forth with these people. I just continue trucking along and doing what I'm doing and posting what I need to post. But at the same time, I can't ignore these mini focus groups that happen in my comment section, which is that. I don't fucking understand how people lived through the Trump administration are living through this weaponized, I mean, criminal ass Supreme Court are looking all around them and saying, you know what? Things can't get worse because I have news for folks. They can always get worse. Right. We have watched things get steadily worse over the years because we thought that Oh, if Donald Trump isn't in office, then everything will go back to normal. Has everything gone back to normal? No, it has not, because Trumpism and MAGA supremacy is a virus. So I just wonder to you, like, what does it look like when people are saying 11 months out from an election, not only are they not excited about the Democratic candidate, but apparently they've lost faith in their ability to secure democracy at all? Well, uh, first of all, I am very worried about 2024 for a variety of reasons. I mean, it is, um, it's, it's a really hard thing to talk about right now. We, we, were, we were sort of uh, chatting about before we started recording. Like I, I said, I'm going in the woods for a little while to just sit with it because there's a lot coming down the line. I want to to first of all say that the conversation you're talking about, I, I know I'm going to shock everybody by saying this, but American discourse is not nuanced. It is just, it, it, and, and I'm going to give this the most nuanced answer that I possibly can, because I've sat with this, because I think you and I are similar. We, I, I argue with people in my brain all the time, but mm-hmm. I, then I have 140 characters or 280 characters to try and get it across. So I'll, I'll use a, a silly example. I'll use another silly metaphor to get there. Did you watch The Golden Bachelor by any chance? I stomached one episode. (laughs) I watched it for all the wrong reasons, okay? But let me go ahead and tell your listeners something. And and this is, it. it, it, while I was watching, I was like, oh my God, there it is. Maybe there was something about watching like a a 70 plus year old man do this stuff that made me think about our president. I don't know. But so there was this date. That the Golden Bachelor was on. He went with his date. They they rappelled down the side of a waterfall. Um, it, it did not make me feel comfortable. I don't want to rappel down the side of a waterfall. I'm good, right? When you're rappelling down the side of a waterfall, gravity is bringing you down, right? Like you right. are relying on gravity. You have a choice of how fast you go down. Like you can, you can inch down 
you know, or you can just take big leaps. And the next thing you know, you're you're down there and let gravity take over. Donald Trump as president is mm-hmm. letting gravity take over. It is acceleration. And and quite frankly, not we can't we don't have time to get into all of it. There are things happening in this country that as of the current situation of our representative government, it doesn't matter what party is in power, that shit's going to keep happening. Because, you know, corporate and elite interests have taken over our government, they've taken over our economy, and they have basic control over a lot of this stuff is a lot of, you know, theater, right? That is true. And by the way, I think Joe Biden, much like Barack Obama, and people need to listen to Barack Obama post-presidency, he, he has told everybody who will listen, I got in there, there were things I could do, there were other things that a president just does not have the power to do anymore. So... Well, I look at this and I say, Joe Biden is the break as you're going down the mountain. It's slowing it down. Do I think that the Democratic Party is completely acting in good faith? No, I do not. Do I think the Democratic Party is going to save democracy out of the kindness of their hearts and their principles? No, I do not. Here's what I tell people. Joe Biden, I I have a real problem with this presidency in a lot of different arenas. Like we don't have time to go down the list because they are long. But I will say that the destruction that is coming or could possibly come will come slower than if you let Donald Trump in there. That is a complete and utter free fall. I'm dedicating myself. I'm going to choose the the lesser of two bad options in my heart. And then I'm going to work my ass off to try and either turn the Democratic Party into a tool to fix this thing, or I'm going to find other places to put my energy. But going ahead and voting for Donald Trump or not voting against him, I, I think is madness right now. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I will leave it there today with you because I want it to I want people to sit with it. Um, sit with that image of propelling down the mountain, uh, down the waterfall, um, and recognizing that we are, you know, not every election is about hope and progress. Nope. Some elections are just about hanging the fuck on. And we are in a situation where we are just need to hang the fuck on to see if we can fix what has been so broken right but you don't get to fix what's broken if who you elect in by virtue of not voting comes in with a fucking sledgehammer like that is just you know then you can't um and i don't want us sitting around in a cell together saying you know well uh maybe i should have voted yeah, because... I, it, it's a choice. And that's the thing is like, I, I'm sorry, but sometimes you make choices that aren't everything that you've ever wanted. Yes. And and sometimes you realize, oh, I'm buying this lemon of a car. I need a car for two days. Can I buy this car and drive in it for two days? And after that, it can go to shit. Like there, there does, and the whole idea, just very quickly, just to wrap this up, the problem is that Biden and the people who supported him in 2020 told everybody we'd all go back to normal and be fine. That's why we're in the situation we're in right now is because we were sold a false bill of goods and people wanted to believe it and they didn't want to do the hard work that was behind it, which was you can't just go into a voting booth every four years and expect that to be enough. You just can't. Yeah, 100 percent. My friend, Jared Yates Sexton, I really hope that we have the ability to continue this conversation in 2024 because it is going to be needed. I appreciate you so, so very much. Absolutely. I can't wait to take it on with you. Here's to it. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.